0: I was watching streams that day and it was just like, no, oh, I'm I'm uninstalling this thing like
1: Lilith might be one of the best villains in the entire series.
0: Um... Okay. is like you know, the, the, the other ones, like your goals were like take off and land. Like, okay, great. <laughs>
1: yeah. Everybody, <like>, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Right. Yeah. laughs> goes, here you go, we <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know we're back. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, speaking of, what's up, everybody? Uh, yeah, yeah, you haven't heard us in a while. In fact, Nick and I realized (laughs) how long it's been.
0: When was the last time we
1: podcasted? It was before Halloween of last year. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, that's embarrassing. No, we weren't, we didn't, we didn't break up or anything. We just took a seven month vacation. Mm. No, what's up everybody. Uh, it's episode 92 of the retro Reds, and yes we are back and i am al i'm nick my god um it's almost like it's almost like when you when you bump into family that you haven't seen in 20 <laughs> years you're like dude <laughs> oh my god how you been man doing good doing good i'm glad to hear it yeah same here it's
0: been, it's been a long long handful <laughs> of months l- yeah a long couple of months that's for sure
1: yeah a lot of things happened from october of last year to now uh wow i got laid off from hubspot back in january i was uh hitting the bricks hard but i i, I got re-employed again around march i'm uh, working uh, for a really awesome company I'm loving it i kind of stepped in pool again and just ended up at a really great place and uh i'm really enjoying it but also with that you know came getting used to a, a new workload I was brought in at a a higher level rank wise, so I'm, you know, I was getting used to like that level of responsibility and, um, and again, like just learning a new company all over again, Mm -hmm. like that was, that was tough just because like, you know, at HubSpot, I had really hit stride and I was really like, I knew the territory, I knew the architecture, I built a ton of connections between, you know, engineering leads and just people if i needed like we had a, a emergency drop everything project i knew the teams that could get it done and uh, we would do it so i had to kind of start over again and uh that in itself i think was really draining um i mean i, I like i said I've, i'm finding my stride i'm doing really good at the new place and um that's good yeah yeah I'm, i'm i'm loving it I really am loving it. I mean, there's, there's part of me like I still miss. I God, I miss my teams at, at HubSpot. We really just, I I worked with some awesome people there. My manager was, you know, a rock star. I worked with him at GitHub too, mm-hmm. and uh, just learned a ton from him. And I always had fun working with him. But um, but that aside, you know, things on that front are going good. Life and kids are doing great. Everyone's healthy. Um, so I can't really, you know, I can't really complain on anything in that front. You know, my old, my old man's still chugging, still still doing good and still moving along. I think as best he can. But um, yeah, I think the girls and us, I think we keep him going. So nice, that's good, yeah, yeah. He sends his best. We were talking the other day. He's like, if you talk to him, tell him I said hi.
0: <laughs> <laughs> tell him hi back.
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, now everybody's everybody's good. Uh, so that's that's the the crash course of what the hell's been going on with me uh but you know going along with that between just the new job getting used to that and just being with the family and and just getting kind of getting myself back together because it's it sucks getting laid off from somewhere especially when you're doing really good um it just it took a bit out of me and i just didn't have a lot of motivation to to get up and do much of anything except play a ton of video games and play with my kids and hang out with my wife yeah was, you, you got, you, know, you, got
0: the, you got those priorities and that's important
1: yeah for sure and um but yeah, no, everything everything's good. I actually had a, a blast on Friday. Uh our buddy, friend of the show, my friend Los uh, just kind of reached out of the blue and was like, Hey, you know, we were talking about doing another show, remember? And like having you on again. I was like, sure. And we we did two episodes that night. And I was like, God damn, I forgot how much I enjoyed doing this. So that was when <laughs> I was like, Oh, watch out, Nick. That's it. I got the bug again. Get the bug. <laughs>
0: but uh oh man what have you been up to oh you know uh, going around to various things um uh just at the beginning of the month uh kind of my uh, what i call my usual like kick off to summer uh i go down to Reading area for the world war ii weekend
1: oh i saw some of the pictures man that you and,
0: posted oh yeah and it's always it's always fun to go every year uh, th- this one w- was a lot of fun and you know I finally I, you know I've gone enough times that I kind of know what what happens I was yeah. actually able to like get to the fence line in time to like you know because they do various demonstrations of like the European theater, the the uh, Pacific theater and things like that. but you know if you don't know that that's coming up then it's like you're kind of in the back of the crowd and you're kind of like looking over or not really a good view so I actually got you know got some prime real estate. That's
2: <laughs> awesome.
0: But yeah, it's, it's 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 always fun to 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 go to the uh the World War ii again cuz you know, it's just like you see all these warbirds and obviously they bring in like ground stuff and all these camps are set up and it's you know, it's very, you know, uh tons of reenactors uh, you know walking around so it feels very period like so it's very fun.
1: That is really cool. Like I've been to to Civil War reenactments a couple times and they're fun, but I think you know when it comes to like some of the history that I would really be interested in and in seeing like that world war II is definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I would be, that would just be really interesting because it's like, it's not so long ago to where it's like, you're almost stepping into, uh, a different era that you can't understand. Whereas world war two, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the technology, as far as like, uh, everything from rations to tents a lot of that stuff i mean yeah it looks way different now but it doesn't seem so far away i guess and it's just yeah. uh,
0: not not as I, quite as foreign you know
1: right and that would just be really cool to see i've never been to like a world war ii reenactment but i would i would love to go see stuff like that
0: yeah it's definitely worth it like they you know they always do it at the first weekend in june every year so it's mm-hmm. uh, it's definitely one of those it's like worth checking out they do it all uh, three days friday saturday sunday i only go like one day uh because mm. you know it's it's the same thing basically saturday and sunday oh, but, um, but uh yeah it's like it, it, i'd say definitely worth if you can get out to reading it's definitely uh worth checking out absolutely
1: yeah no i'll have to check it out that sounds like a blast i don't know i'm just into that shit and of course i'll go to ren fair and watch anachronistic medieval reenactment. Yeah. <laughs> oh hell yeah, yeah i the love turkey legs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the turkey legs <laughs> <laughs> Not, that's worth the trip in and of itself that is right that
0: is right, <laughs> that is right.
1: <laughs> oh man but um but yeah like wow we we've we've experienced a deluge of games and there's more to
0: come so oh, yeah it, yeah like we're, we're kind of heading this like you know, I, I i'm calling it the post-pandemic stride of releases it seems
1: yeah i mean because we had all that you had all those delays and stuff but now it all seems to be kind of coming together unless you're skull and bones Um, (laughs) let's let's not get started on that (laughs) Oh, i i i I, another friend uh in my industry knows somebody else that used to do a similar job to me but over Mm, there mm -hmm. and They're just like you thought. Star Citizen was a clusterfuck. (laughs) 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 At least Uh, you know Star
0: Citizen is out, and you know it's like it's in a a quasi-playable state. You know, whereas like this thing keeps like it goes above the radar and then it just disappears, and they kind of like sweep it under the rug, and then it comes out again. It's like that's the same thing you showed three years ago. It's like, oh, okay, put it away, put it away. No, no,
1: no. And then they're like, oh yeah, you're right. We're we're taking that part of it
0: out too. Yeah, exactly. Like we're removing that. What is going on? (laughs)
1: I, I, it, you know, uh, I, you know what it's going to turn out to be. It's going to be who wants to bet money as to whether or not Skull and Bones will be worse than uh, Golem. Oh and, God! And um, what was the other big flop? Redfall.
0: Like red, yeah, Redfall. Uh, oh, God, what, no. what, what, let's 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 back it up here because we. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, we have no we have no cho- talking topics other than <laughs> it's like let's yeah, get it, the it, band it, back
2: together. <laughs> let's <hang out>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. let, let's talk about these launches. Like like you know, <laughs> we say we're we're hitting this like post-pandemic stride, but it is it, it is kind of like a, a, a weird walk right now with like a stick mm. up the ass because <laughs> Yeah. It's like we, we yeah, it's like Golem was, was a big one. Oh, um dude, what a trash heap. I went it's the first it,
1: Xbox game I returned
0: really wow so, so you actually picked it up
1: i did because i had seen a preview but I was, and i said to my wife i'm like oh man, that looks like it could be kind of fun and then within an hour it was like the embargo broke and uh i'm and then i'm watching people play it i'm like oh this is trash and i just <laughs> immediately returned it and um yeah that woof. it that,
0: was here because I, I i didn't play it at pax east no and they, and, and they did have it there but i remember watching it like it didn't look that bad like oh okay the golems game here that looks pretty good it's got the stealth elements they were talking about great yeah. i'm I'm looking forward to playing this yeah like that and then, and then it comes thinking. out and it's just like like kill <laughs> <him> me
1: <in> now <laughs> it's, well and then the reviewer had a really good point uh one of the reviewers i read where they were like did somebody actually sit down and ask themselves why do we want to make a game about Golem? And that's a really good question. Like, there are definitely parts in that mythos, I think, that would make a very interesting movie. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe an open-world survival game where you're beating orcs over the head and fishing or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's just a weird... It is a weird piece of Middle-Earth history to focus an entire game around and you know you and i have talked about this too where especially when it's a major character in a mythos like that mm-hmm. it's like you're not going to be able to color outside the lines too much you're not going to be able to make too big a splash cuz he he can't do more than basically what he does in the story so it's like it's never uh,
0: but, but i, I feel have... like it like it wasn't even like a story problem though like like it's just like, like graphically and oh. core mechanics were just not there no. Like like yeah, like I didn't even get to the story portion. It's like, yeah, I mean cuz you know, I mean let's look at the Lord of the Rings franchise. It is not necessarily plagued with things. I mean there's plenty no. of good Lord of the Rings franchise stuff out there. Like I mean just oh, yeah. look look at like Shadows of of uh, Mordor oh, and uh, of Mordor. what's the second one? Shadows uh, of War. Shadows of War. Yeah. So it's like that's an excellent series. It plays oh, yeah. it plays in that Fantastic. kind of like little margin area of like, you know, the the creation of the rings and all that. It's like and and I find it, it's acceptable on the lore side. But for like sure. me- mechanically great, mm-hmm. had, had great components, and and I, I never felt like it overstated its welcome. Uh, yeah. I mean, like the original, um uh, you know, if we're sticking to like the, you know the the you know the I say the Peter Jackson style. So like yeah. the the PlayStation was a in like it was like two thousand two, two thousand three games mm-hmm. were fantastic. There was oh, like RTS, RTS one.
1: Oh, and, you're talking about Battle for Middle Earth? That yeah, epic Epic. i loved that series
0: so it's like there's plenty to show that's like yeah like games like these can be you know very good and you know excellent classics at this point but Mm -hmm. then it's like this comes along and it's like what happened and 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 you know to jump to the next thing is like Redfall, same thing where it was like Like, how
1: did this get out the
0: door yeah yeah, it's like I, i was excited for the concept because like everything up to this point in terms of like a you know, a uh, four, you know, PVE, you know, 4v, you know, co op. Um, It's like, it's always been zombies. Like, and it's like yeah. the, the zombie genre is like done to death. And it's like, yeah. and it's like, oh, vampires. Oh, that sounds like a cool idea. I mean, it's It would know, be fun. Like,
1: they're it's like, not as dumb as zombies.
0: Yeah. And I was, you know, I was interested in it. And it's like, yeah, launch day. And it's, it's like, you know, enemies aren't even reacting to you. AI's is oh, like dude. dumb as a like, pile of bricks. And, you know, it's like all these frame rate issues. Like I I saw one where like it went like total slideshow and it wasn't even on the the console either. It's it's, it's like platform agnostic is like, there's problems. It's like, what is going on? It,
1: I played, I I did my best to give it a fair shake. I played about the (laughs) first two hours, which for me in a game that shitty was a lot. Right. And like, it had some, interesting ideas that it just could not pull off. I wasn't interested in the story or the world at all. Mm. Graphically, it was just all over the place with issues and bugs. And you said the AI, the AI was fucking atrocious.
0: (laughs) I'm just watching stuff like this. Uh, Like seriously, if I am good at a
1: shooter game, there's a problem. (laughs) There is a problem with the AI. If I'm doing good in a shooter and I you know one of my favorite streamers. I, I I've been watching Co Carnage for years mm. now, and mm-hmm. and have have subbed to him for for years. And he played it. He played it for like an entire day. And for the same reason, I know you and I were 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 pumped on it because it was arcane. Yeah, it's like, dude. I'll, I'll I mean I might think twice now, but generally I'll play anything <laughs> they like, put out. Like, yeah, and yeah, you know,
0: they they brought the Dishonored one.
1: Yeah, they yeah. did Dishonored. They did a death loop. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, like those came out great. Oh, I thought at
1: least. Oh, yeah. I loved Dishonored. Like, yeah. Dishonored was one of the first real, like, holy crap, you can go about this 10 different ways almost. And it, it was mm-hmm. fantastic. Yeah. And it was just always a, a high bar of quality. And then we got this. And it was. Co is, is very. He's, I'll say, he's like, guys, he's very nice. And he's not someone to to like dump on anybody. And. He he does thoughts videos every now and then of games that he plays and he gives a really honest shake of whether he enjoyed something or not, the mm-hmm. typical stuff that he enjoys, and why, you know, this, this game did it for him or didn't do it for him. And he you know, he brought up all the same criticisms. And then he heard he said something I've never seen him really do. And he's like and he's like, I, I really want to reach out on a personal level. Because I'm friends with some of the developers there at Arcane after all the interviews and stuff that they've done and had him on like voice acting. And he's like, "I hear rumors that you're, you know that the thought is, oh, we can keep going with this and like make it like a live service game. and there, there was going to be some future content. And he's like, "Don't. And he's like, just don't. Like, go back to the drawing board, go do what you're good at. Like this game, there's really not, it doesn't have enough to make it worth that much energy to try to save it. And I've never heard him say that. Like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but it, but he was, he's dead on. Like, it was what somebody said, it was the greatest sentence. Uh, it's an aggressively, oh, I think it was co said, it was an aggressively mid game, like just meh, right? You know, and there's, there's nothing in it that would make it stand out to where, like, oh, you know what? I heard this and this, but I'm going to go play it because this sounds interesting. It just didn't have any of that. I don't know. Did you, did you get a chance to play it at all?
0: Uh, no, like, I, I, I literally had it installed because it was via Game Pass, mm-hmm. and I was watching streams that day, and it was just like, Oh, I'm I'm uninstalling this thing like, it's like <laughs> this, this is... like in my computer disease yeah, no, right? It's like wow it's like I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm you know it's one of those like I'm gonna let this I'm gonna let this cook a little more and but like yeah it's like even like the post-mortem of like You know the you know the post-launch days is like it, it just abysmal yeah, And it's it... like oh man it's and and the thing is like I feel like you know it certainly didn't start with cyberpunk but i feel like cyberpunk was a tipping point <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of, of you know kind of these you know uh, it, it was it was definitely like i f- uh, you know feel like the start of the heavy amount of delays that were happening and obviously mm-hmm. we had the pandemic and i and i get it like that that threw the wrench into almost everything every facet of life you know it wasn't exclusive to just gaming i mean you know it's right. like you look right. at anything there were there were delays all over the place now obviously you know we're we're now kind of you know i'd say we're out of it from a development standpoint, and yeah. you know at this point the studio it's should a be
1: manageable state.
0: Yeah, the studio should be catching up at this point, you know. Yes. Um, but we're still seeing like you know very you know notwithstanding skull phones, <laughs> yeah. but we're but we're still seeing like these delays. I mean you know, you know secretly, if you think about it, Starfield has technically gotten a ghost delay, if you will. Because the the and again, I looked it up as, as part of like the gaming um, summer fest that happened mm. uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, it was like okay, I remember Starfield was delayed. Did they announce something between like the last delay announcement and now? Because I like I, I looked it up. It's like sure enough, they they said it was going to be the latter. You know, expect like the end of first half of yeah, the end of, t- of Q two, right? Uh, uh, yeah, like you know, like basically like end of Q two. they technically said first half of 23 you know like but near the end of it yeah and it's like okay and, and we get to Summerfest, and it's like okay now it's you know now they got the 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 release date being september 9th and I, I i do have a feeling since it is semi-close now that yeah they're gonna they're gonna stick that landing i could still be proven wrong and i'm not holding a breath over it <laughs> but it's I'd like still okay might
1: have- I still might have pre-ordered it after that that next best video. Oh, or oh, whatever yeah. that
0: was. Like, like, don't get me wrong, it looks fantastic. I'm absolutely looking forward to it. Like, I, I, like, God, I, I'm, so I'm hyped. But, I, but, I'm, I'm like, I'm tempering that hype a little bit. Of like, okay, one, it's Bethesda. Two, you know, it's like let, let's temper it a little bit. Like, hopefully, the you know, all these delays are going to be worth it, and it's going to live up to you know everything they're showing us, and we'll see. Yeah. Like, like, like at this stage, I'm saying. Please, for the love of God, just have a good launch. That's all I'm asking for at this stage. Like, it's like, get please. it out the door where it's not like, you know, a total, you know, it's like dead on arrival. Like, don't pull a golem, don't pull a a, a Redfall. Yeah, it's please. Like...
1: I can't <laughs> take that much left down in a year. It's
0: like, I I could take it, like, if it's a little buggy or something and needs a little, you know, spin polish yeah, you know, yeah, Just uh, Please just don't launch my system. Yeah, it's like, at least have like the first couple hours of play be <laughs> stable and, and working, you know? like please for the love of god
1: <laughs> well let's talk about good launches okay i think the one that surprised a lot of people i i was and i wasn't surprised mainly because i wasn't involved in all the betas and it was a solid experience pretty much but diablo 4 killed it that was an awesome launch yeah, yeah.
0: hey i i will give you absolutely that like yeah like they you know and even like their betas you know the uh, i was able yeah. to participate in like i think one of the weekends it was still pretty good. Like I think yeah. they had like a bobble uh, a little bit like when they first you know opened the floodgates so to speak. That's to be yeah. expected. But in, in, during the betas. But yeah, 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 like for the most part like it's it's been going pretty smooth. I'd say for the, for the majority of the play race. Now, that being said, it is hilarious to see like the hardcore deaths happen.
1: <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> that's why I'm not even touching that system. Oh for yeah, a yeah.
0: You like that, that's the thing like you know it it, it is like I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's like it's unstable, but it's definitely like if you're going to hardcore, like go go in ready for pain because I, yeah. I've seen seemingly enough things happen where it's like it's just like they're rolling it, you know, they're pushing a hot fix, Also the servers go down and like they come back, characters are dead. Uh, yeah. you know, if, if you have <laughs> any kind of connection issue, that's the thing. Like if your connection you know, to the internet oh, in general is bad, do not do a hardcore. Yeah. Like do not start a hardcore. You, that is, that is a trip to, 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 to
1: lost a hundred. <laughs> I was like, I want to feel bad, but I just don't. Like, I know, so...
0: but but I'm actually taking Diablo Four in in much different like I don't know in previous not just like Diablo games but games in general like uh, I, I I don't want to say like I am nowhere near competitive but I definitely like I, I like roll into it really hard. But oh like, me too. Diablo, Diablo Four like I've actually taken it very 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 casual like I'm I'm just got through Act Two. Oh, uh, did you really? Yeah, like and I'm I'm just taking my time. It's kind of like it's like okay, I feel like playing Diablo Two. I'm just going to, you know, slowly level my character and, and play the story and just great enjo- story. enjoy, yeah, like, I, it's, it, it's a great story, and I, I, I'm just enjoying it. it. It's no, I'm not, like, rushing to get, like, max level as fast as I can or, you know, try to get through these dungeons and, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm playing it in, like, tier world one mode, like, super easy, just super relaxed. Loud. Yeah, and, and <laughs> like, I'm having uh, a blast with it. Now, I will say, like, it, it's it's not blowing my socks off, but... Mm-hmm. You know, it's enjoyable, so.
1: Yeah, it's, I'm enjoying it. I'm excited to see what they do for the seasons. I'm at the epilogue, pretty much. I beat Mm. the the final boss fight. Um, I I know there's a couple more things to do at the end. I just haven't done yet. Um, Like you said, I've enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the story. Like, Mm -hmm. start to finish, it had some great beats, and I I had a blast playing it. It's really wicked fun multiplayer, playing with friends. Oh, yeah, Um, for sure the The night I did the the charity drive, um, God, when was that? The beginning. Of, it was the beginning of June. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah, I was watching part of that. Yeah, like that. That looked like so much fun.
1: Oh God, we had a ball, and like I played almost about four in the morning, and it was just that we were just cranking Diablo, and having a great time. um So it definitely shines there. I'm gonna be interested to see what kind of stuff they have planned for the seasons because I, I agree with you. Maybe I'm just getting older. It's not that I was even super hooked on Diablo 3. I kind of came into Diablo 3, like, after it had been out a while and, and hit a few seasons. I started to mm. enjoy it once they unscrewed themselves with the auction house and that. <laughs> oh, no. But no, like, I'm enjoying Diablo 4. It, mm-hmm. It's definitely... But I would agree, like, maybe 2 was just such a formative, incredible game and experience that, like... You just don't you don't see those. Well, often.
0: I, you know, like I reflect on it, and you know, it's it's funny because you know uh, some of the groups I run with, like you know, uh, there, there's there's now a mixture of like people who Diablo three there that was their first Dia- you know intro to Diablo, yeah. and they've never played two, and uh, others where it's like they they played two, but the not for the story. They they had come in like late in the game or or played it more recently because they you know they had the remaster you know yeah, cool. uh, a year or two ago whatever it was yeah it was well um, yeah which is great. Uh, but again, they they played it more for like the season stuff and and approached it that way. And I, you know, I reflect back. And when I first played it, it was it was basically fresh off the shelf. Yep. and at the time, like I'm trying to remember of any other like kind of what is now an ARPG. Uh, of the time, and there, there, uh, I there, was say there, there was none. Yeah, it was like no. D- in Diablo. And the thing is, like, I didn't like Diablo One. Like, Diablo One was like crazy repetitive, and one of those, like, you know, you could like get murdered in the first <laughs> first dungeon, from what I recall. Um, oh yeah, if
1: you ran into the butcher too early. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, I don't know. So, somehow, it, like, it may have been just like the right place, right time, where Diablo just it struck a a, a the perfect chord at the perfect time. And you know, in the in the gaming consciousness, especially for us now older gamers, it's like <laughs> th- that was, that was like, you know, kind of a high watermark for the ARPG. Oh, and, totally. And I do wonder if it's it's you know, it, like it, four definitely feels like a more of a return to like the you know, the grim darkness of which
1: that, I loved that yep.
0: storytelling. Um and yeah, you know, like they're I think they're definitely trying to kind of recapture a little bit of that from D two, whereas like D yeah. D yeah, you know, and yeah, it's like D three was a, it was a weird one for me because I didn't like the way they told the story. Yeah, and I don't know if it's because you know like like I always go like the biggest biggest clinch point for me was D two had like these you know yeah I don't know like they were like five minute animated things at the end of Oh, each they were act.
1: incredible. The cinematics
0: were so yeah. good. And at and at the time it was like it was like oh my god like and that, that's what you were kind of like I don't know for me it was like that's what you were playing for you know, yeah story-wise. I want to see the next one like, I want to see the next one or see it again uh, but like D three like there was like an intro uh, cinematic and I think yeah. one at the end or, or and there may have been one mid chapter but there wasn't one every end of every chapter there was like this right. this animated uh, comic book style storytelling yeah yeah. which is Didn't fine. Do it for me yeah but yeah absolutely it did not do it like for me i like that when it when that's like um if i'm watching like uh i say filler lore videos you know outside the game of like because that's like i like i don't know what it takes to to make these but for me from my perspective it feels like a very easy thing to do of like okay you just have these these moving pictures and you're like zooming you know the camera's just basically like zooming in and burning it yeah, and doing like the, 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 there's like very minimal animations or whatever, but it's just like, it did not have that same feel as a full animatic. And so, like, when I was, you know, playing the game and then you get to the end of the act and you get this like comic book, moving comic book style thing, it's like, this, this isn't really what I signed up for. Everything
1: going to meld into the movie or is it <laughs> yeah, just the
0: whole time? Yeah, exactly. And it's like, and, and I don't know, it's like, it, it never really captured me the same way D2 did. Uh, so and it's hard to describe i guess i don't know
1: i do enjoy the the style they've done for d4 i love the yes kind of the return to that that intro animatic too is incredible
0: yeah Yeah. and the the way they do it Um, and maybe because you know i say the graphics have kind of caught up to it so they have a mixture of like these you know in game game animatic and in game yeah and and like it and it's well done enough because they kind of do it a little bit in three but it's, it's it's very blocky yeah. You know, it's like, it's like, you know, it's like, uh, hark, you know, you see the arm, like, just like stick, you know, it's, I'm, I'm trying to, like, you know, emote here. on a podcast. <laughs> like, Imagine, like, you know, it's like, it's like the cuckoo clock, you know, like wooden doll, just like, you know, your arm yeah. sticks out. Whereas, like, you know, with four, it's like, yeah, yeah, you actually get, you know, a little emoti- more motive that they've got. And and, it, and I think it helps with that storytelling. Oh, me too.
1: Yeah, no, I, I really, I enjoy it. Like I said, it, uh, story-wise, too, it it hits all the beats for me. Like, it was. Yeah. It wrapped up great i think lilith might be one of the best villains in the entire series Um, oh yeah just like any any villain where they can make it where you're like am i really fighting on the good side here (laughs) like are we the baddies (laughs) yeah like it she's a really deep really interesting character and like by the end of it, I was like, wow, they really wrote her awesome. Like, that was one of my favorite... She She's my favorite Diablo villain, hands mm. down. She was just... She was really good. And, um, yeah, like, I, I'm looking forward to playing it more, you know, playing the multiplayer now, maybe going up a tier or two, seeing how I can, you know, build a character for that. I'm looking forward to the seasons and stuff. I'm sure that's going to be fun. Um, but now I'm like... All right, uh, waiting on Starfield, and then there's there's a couple of um, a couple of games going 1.0 uh, this week. One of which I'm really excited about, uh, leaving early access, going 1.0, and it looks like there's a bunch of systems also in the game that you never even got to see yet. Is uh, Dave the Diver? Dave the Diver? You're shitting me. You haven't played that yet. I don't. I don't
0: think I've seen it. Oh.
1: So it's been in early access for a year, maybe not even probably not even a year. I think it, it was September. Um Oh, my God, dude. Like, trust me on this. It is it, if you want to watch a stream, watch a stream. And it, but it was one of those. I was like, is this really that great? Like, I watched the stream and then I, I was like, ah, fuck it. You know, it was the price was right. So mm-hmm. I grabbed it and I'm like, this game is so chill and awesome. At least until you find a shark.
0: Um, <laughs> well, I'm looking it, at it like it has a you know retro bit look to it. I I, I have never heard of this before.
1: Oh, dude, it's it's one of my highlights for the year. Nice. It's you're again. You're a diver. You're working with your friend who's like kind of shady in this like big. They call it the big blue hole. Just opened up in this like ocean area, and so your your shyster buddy gets this idea to run a sushi restaurant. Like he's got a sushi <laughs> chef. And he knows you're a diver and there's like tons of fish in this thing that, and you can, you're going to harpoon and go like, go fishing. And, um, and then there's like a whole story and things you start finding and it gets almost love crafty in a bit, not like dark, dark or anything, but it, it gets very interesting. And then that's pretty much the end of early access, but there was enough there. I was, I'd probably put 30 hours into it, but like, it's, it's my chill game. Like it is so fun to play. Like you go, you catch the fish And then, like, you're the front of house at this sushi restaurant, like, you can hire staff, (laughs) and the chef will sit there, and make it it kind of becomes like a a game of tapper, where it's like you're rushing to get a dish down to the patron at the end of the sushi bar, and then you got to go back and grab the other one for the other person. And it's, like, it's so wonky and so fun and so funny. Like, there are so many funny moments to it. And then they showed the trailer for 1.0, and it was, like, Oh my God, they added! oh my God, look at that. I didn't see that. Oh, they got this in there and that in there. Like, holy crap. Like there's this (laughs) whole pile of stuff that they've been saving for the 1.0 release. And it's fun. It is a ridiculously fun game. That'll be a good one. You know, when you're having your like chill streams and you got, Mm -hmm. you know, some of your community on, like that's a fun one to just be like, whoa, what do we got here? Nice. Okay. It's a good one. Yeah, that goes goes 1.0 this week. That one should be, I'm real excited for that. Um, and then a lot of stuff hits in August that I'm really interested in, uh, like Starfield. I'm gonna I'll be able to play on the first of September. I'm happy about that. I just said fuck it. I'm pre-ordering whatever I got to do to do that. And then, uh, so in August we have Lost Epoch is finally going 1.0. Okay, that's I don't know if you played that. That's like Diablo with time travel.
0: I think and, so. Uh, I think I saw a thing for. Let me look it up quick.
1: Very very fun game, and I I happen to think. The character development and skill development system in that is is way better than four, way better than Diablo Four, but not nearly as shitty and crazy as Path of Exile, which I I've given up on at this point. <laughs> That's a level of crazy I'm, I just don't have. Yeah, but, I, like
0: I'll I'll put put the you know the 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 win in. in well, I say the win, but you know a, a point for for Diablo Four is definitely like you don't need a doctoral degree to understand like how to yeah. put together a build. Whereas that like. Path of Exile, like I, I think it it definitely helped elevate that you know that technical level, but it is like you you know you,
1: there are classes there, there are. are
0: yeah you need like you know to read through things just to understand a decent build, otherwise you you end up you know making something completely horrible that will will not work.
1: Yeah, whereas like Lost Epoch is probably in between that and Diablo Four, okay. where. It's it's kind of ni- nice depth to it, where mm. it's it's not overwhelming, but it's just one of those like oh I could really tweak it to do this, and it's very obvious, but it's like it would be like Diablo Four with just one more layer mm. of, of like something you could do, like passive or whatever. I I don't know something just another layer, and uh, so that one that one also for the story I'm very excited for just because like. It's got a really, again, very interesting story to it. The time travel thing has actually done really slick and, like, different eras. So it's got, like, that chrono trigger feel for me. Like, oh, wow, there's, like, a prehistoric era. And then there's the the ruined future, you know. Mm. It looks good. It looks really good. And that's finally going 1.0. And then we got the the big one. If I had to say, aside from Starfield, the one that I'm really looking forward to in August is going to be Baldur's Gate oh yes
0: yeah they, they finally have the date for that as well
1: yeah so there's a lot there's there's too much coming out this summer
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah like there's definitely a lot uh, i think slated for the end of the year uh, I'm, I'm looking over my summer game fest list uh another one that's on my radar it'll have to get out of the shadow of golem but uh the lord <laughs> of the rings return to moria
1: wait what's that
0: it's uh open world uh you play the dwarves going back into moria uh, but oh. it's going to be open world survival, uh, and you're going to you're you're going to need to be diggy diggy hole, and uh, <laughs> perhaps if you dig too deep, you unearth you know all sorts of monsters.
1: Right. Oh, so this is why you died the first time. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Uh,
1: Interesting. I and, haven't even heard of this.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. So it's been on my radar. I think they listed for fall of twenty three, so it's it's mm-hmm. vague. So it could could shift around. But it, yeah, and I'm keeping it on my radar because again, I like, I've, I've gotten into like a whole you know survival game spree and, and in connoisseur, if you will, and they yeah, are so fun. and you know again, Lord of the Rings, and they had John Rice Davis voice the trailer, so oh. is he going to be involved with the game somehow? Like I almost expect you know maybe just like a, a light narrative or something. I was
1: going to say, Lord wise he could be because yeah. he's still around for a little while.
0: Exactly. So. Uh, It'll, it'll be interesting to see, you know, what, what becomes of that. Uh, yeah. obviously, not, Ooh. not, uh, not, um, uh, what, what, did Arcane do Golem or who did it? Arcane did Golem,
1: did Golem yeah. Oh, no, they
0: did Golem as well. Okay, wow. Yeah. Fortunately, they're, they are not doing the Return to Warrior. So, so there's hope for, hope for <laughs> something there. Um, what else do I have on my list here? Um, t- 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 uh oh uh the the cyberpunk phantom liberty dlc oh drops. that
1: i'm pumped for that I'm that, definitely that looks good for.
0: idris elba in it and like it's like yeah that looks badass
1: no it looks and every review uh preview that i've read um they're all saying the same thing and it's basically this is what we wanted it to be mm. and it's great like it's really fun like this was the kind of the cyberpunk they thought they were getting in the beginning. Like I'm uh, hearing yeah. a lot of, I'm hearing a lot of that. I'm hearing uh, like the story is, is seems like it's going to be fantastic from everything that they've played in their time with the game. So nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm hearing very good things about that. And, uh, Oh, you, you made me think of one from the, the next fest or summer games fest. That was so much fun, by the way, Microsoft just had like,
0: <laughs> Oh, Oh, uppercut yeah. after uppercut,
1: <laughs> after, uppercut <laughs> after uppercut, and it was
0: like boom like, boom boom, boom boom boom. Like, like everything, I, I will say. Like overall, it, it was it. You know, nothing really like. Yeah, you know, I'd say Starfield is definitely like the peak. But yeah. Nothing really like you know, as a whole, really jumped. It's like, oh yeah, that's the you know the next big game. Like you know, it was all very it felt middle of the road. Um, I'm
1: pumped for Prince of Persia.
0: I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so that was the first one uh, on the Jeff Keighley side, January 8th. So it'll be interesting to see if they make that January 18th. Um, it, it definitely had that classic platforming, Prince of Persia style. I'm eager to see how that's gonna pan out because it won't really be able to adhere to that usual. Uh, and, and this is my, this was my biggest complaint while watching all this stuff was, uh, or at least in terms of Ubisoft stuff, is it can't adhere to the usual Ubisoft template.
1: Well, and that's the thing. Um, I actually watched a really cool video um, from the University of the Completionist, Gerard.
0: Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Or, is it Gerard or Jamal? I forget. Uh, I think it's Gerard. But he did. He basically w- did a short video. He got to go play it for three hours. Oh, really? And he had some footage that he could show. And there was stuff he couldn't show. But the way he described the systems and a it's a metroidvania so like it's got more of that, oh. that symphony of, he's like it's got more of the symphony of the night feel with the map that you explore nice. and it, like i saw i saw shots of the map like it's more again a symphony of the night style than an ubisoft style
2: mm, okay. and
1: uh, the many the way the systems work and how you can combine like with these different amulets it gives you different kind of moves or jumps or ways to approach like these different areas Um i'm pretty pumped like this sounds like it's going to be a really good metroid style game
0: nice it's, nice
1: yeah it, it definitely uh definitely piqued my fancy what were some of the other ones Go have you got another one on the list i'm trying to find the uh
0: well no i think that was all the stuff for the fall but i mean like there's definitely other stuff that made my radar um you know i'll, I'll keep jumping off the ubisoft and like you know for those that don't know what what is the ubisoft template It is is my biggest complaint with Ubisoft because, again, they they do very good with, like, having a good core mechanic to their games, uh, good visuals, and usually a good story to go along with it. The the problem is, especially when you slap on open world, is you get the same exact thing every single time. Far Cry, Wildlands... Watchdogs. Um, It's like the you know Assassin's Creed falls under this too. They all suffer from the same problem, which is what I call the Ubisoft template. It's basically outside of outside of the main story you go to, like, an area, you go up to, like, you know, it's like... You, you climb, or, the, climb tower. You, you down <laughs> the tower. Yeah, you get on the tower, you activate the radio tower, you, it's like, it's like, whatever it is, you activate it, the area suddenly lights up. And then you up, can see the map. And then you can see the map, icons. and then you do all the little FedEx runs, and all these other little things that are the exact same thing, and you go to the next area, and it rinse and repeat, and it's like, and it drives me nuts, you know, like, in in ever since, I uh, and I was talking about it when we're, we're live watching it, um, I played Assassin's Creed 1, loved it. Out, out of the gate. It was, it was you know cuz it was like, you know, great concept and Assassin's Creed 2 also really great, really great yeah. characters. And I think I played the uh, the the two sequels to that. Um, and yep. it was it was by the time I got to the third one it's like, okay, and and I, I, you know, you know, back in the day, I realized like, oh my god, they're doing the same exact thing every single time. And it got it got incredibly boring after that. Again, outside yeah. of the story, the story was great. But it's like, and then I then I skipped out of three, went to four because it, it, suddenly you're you're mostly on the ocean. So even though it was the same template. It was broken up a lot better because you had the whole ocean mechanic. And oh, yeah. The pirate,
1: that. uh, black flag was fantastic. Yeah, exactly. I with that. But exactly. I think the only thing that saved it was the pirate and ship. Yeah, combat exactly.
0: And- that, that was the thing like, because it was so broken up by the sailing. It was like, okay, like th- th- this is a little more acceptable. But then, you know, and, and this is my greatest concern going with the, the upcoming titles for MovieSoft. So uh, obviously, like the Star Wars game, I, you know, it's like, yeah, I'm on board for another Star Wars game, but I I really fear the Ubisoft template. It's like, oh yeah. my god, it's like do I have to go through that again? It's mm-hmm. like I I know what's coming. Um, uh, was there another Ubisoft? I I know that was that was like the big Ubisoft thing, but um, oh, they uh, they have Assassin's Creed uh, Mirage, uh, which takes place in uh, ancient uh, Iraq, which which again. Sounds like a great setting. Sounds I think,
1: like an interesting setting.
0: Yeah, but it's just like I kn- I know what's coming in terms of like the you know, like the the I say the the gameplay, but it's like this again that the map gameplay I should say. Yeah, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm with just you. it's like oh come on, but anyway, yeah, <laughs> moving on. Moving on from uh, from Ubisoft. Let me let me see what else is on my list here of cool stuff. Um, um, Hellblade Two.
1: I'm looking forward mm, to that. Yep.
0: Yep uh, step oh, step uh paradox uh has some really cool stuff happening um one they 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 called it stellaris nexus in that you're gonna be able to basically complete the game in about an hour i'm curious how that's going to work because <laughs> you yeah. like for anyone who that knows is... any stellaris games or really any paradox game in general you know those games go on for hours days even days i was gonna say you're, <laughs> yeah. you're doing days so it's like yeah, it intrigues me. It's like that that sounds digestible and that like you, you give me like a little hour session and get the yeah, Star really experience neat. like they, they yeah, right. Okay, sign me up. Yeah. Um but they're also doing Star Trek Infinite which is basically looks like a Star Trek mod for I for say, Stellaris.
1: Is this I think this might be uh, I told you about th- that Star Trek mod for Stellaris, right?
0: Uh, well I know there's a Star Trek one, I know there's a Star Wars one.
1: The Star Trek one I played. Okay. And like, this is almost why I'm like, why, why are why are Paradox even bothering? Because <laughs> in all seriousness, the Star Trek mod um that's out there, I I forget the name of it right now. It is, it it's the best. Like, they've literally got, and every faction is different in a little way, but like they have mm-hmm. every fucking star trek race and faction of the entire universe and mirror universe nice there's like a hundred different things you could choose between and like there's different cosmetics there's different uh, story paths um it, it, again like paradox are you sure you want to bother why don't you just like pay them and make let them do even
0: more <laughs> well i'm curious you know because again like you know I- I don't know if they bought. Did they buy them out, or is it they're they're doing know. their own thing, and the mod is something else?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I just saw gotcha. that, and I'm like, I wasn't sure. Like, did they buy them out? Like, I I haven't done too much homework into it because, like, I I remember talking about it on here. I played the shit out of that mod because mm. uh, it was just really good. Yeah, but we'll see.
0: Yeah, so, uh, we got a new Fable game. I'm eager to see that. That mm-hmm. looks fun. Yeah, it looks good. I I I couldn't tell like it did look like gameplay, but it was kind of it's hard to tell from the the trailer like Yeah. what was gameplay? What was kind of like, you know, finangled, an but you know, again, sign me up for a good fable game. I'm all I'm all Yeah, about
1: it. it definitely hit the fable humor beats.
0: Oh, for, yeah, for sure. For sure. That was fun. Um, oh, th- th- this this I thought was interesting. The Microsoft Flight Simulator 2024. Uh, when I when I was originally watching it, I was thinking like, oh, this is going to be like a new DLC thing, uh, but it turns out this is a complete standalone, different. You know, it's built off the you know the the, the flight sim engine, yeah. and so it's got like all that component. It's just a different split off that will feature basically missions. So, and it's it's not to necessarily gamify or arcadefy you know flight simulator, but I, I think they're splitting it off so they can have like this kind of you know i, I say more game like yeah, component
1: like experience yeah
0: of it but it's gonna be you know at the simulator level of like yeah you know, and they went through it like air rescue transport cool. uh construction so it's like they had uh one of the the hueys like bringing in like a whole like um uh, you know uh power tower you know i say power tower but um you know, i can't think of the name of it yeah I don't, I don't know yeah it's, it's a big steel structures you know that hold up the power cables you know one of those <laughs> um and yeah, like things like that and it's like that looks really cool like yeah like the thing is like w- when i played microsoft flight sim uh i enjoyed it thoroughly but it was kind of yeah. like okay you, like fly to all the you know cool places and then once you did you know for me it was like that was about it like i yeah. i am not the, the sim nut like for, for people like you know that love to do that make you know uh, sim pits and things like that it's like more power to you yeah. but but for me it was like okay like the novelty has worn off and i'll, I'll go try something else whereas this is like this sound this sounds really cool because so it'll incorporate you know you know you'll and have to know goals. how to yeah. yeah yeah some goal yeah exactly some goals whereas like you know the the, the other ones like your goals were like take off and land it's like okay great <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with you. It's it sounds it sounds really cool. The the stuff they showed looked really really interesting, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, no, I'm definitely. And the what was the other one that caught my eye? Avowed. That looked really neat.
0: Oh yeah 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 yeah. Um, I, I have it on my list. What was it? It myself. Kind of looked down like Elder Scrollsy. Um... That's, yeah, that's right. It was from Obsidian. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that was
1: the other thing that, that was like sign me up. Obsidian's another one. I'll just write a blank check every time they drop a title.
0: Yeah. So it, it looks like you know it's like their own IP, and yeah. Obsidian City's dude's like yes, please sign me up. Like like the, every time they they have something like this, it knocks it out of the park. I mean, we had um, Outer Outer Worlds um grounded wasn't necessarily an rpg but like it was its own unique thing like awesome game so yeah another you know it definitely had like the tones of like an elder scrolls but it's like it's its own rpg it's like sign me up i'm all about it
1: oh shit i missed the rogue trader beta fuck
0: well that was a while ago wasn't it
1: yeah june 1st
0: okay yeah i guess not that far off
1: I still don't have a release date for that i can't wait to fucking play that i'm i am like i am on that. yeah i guess before we we wrap up here i gotta tell hmm. you i have been on a warhammer bench <laughs> uh i've crossed over the 200 mark on total war warhammer 3
0: oh <laughs> boy hours.
1: um
0: didn't they just and, come out with a something new with that or I thinking um, of something else
1: yeah, just some free DLC. Uh, oh, okay. new, uh, oh no, they did. They did do an expansion uh, towards the beginning of the month, the Chaos Dwarves expansion.
0: Oh that, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of, the Chaos Dwarfs thing. Yeah,
1: that was that. That I'm still trying to get them down pat. It adds some really w- wacky, wild mechanics to the game that just makes a whole different, uh, different playing experience if you play as them. Um, nice. But yeah, no, it's. Uh, but I've been playing Warhammer at night. And watching, I, I have been hooked on this YouTube channel called Book of Troyer, C-H-O-Y-E-R. Mm-hmm. And this channel does this amazing mix of like Warhammer, Total War cinematics, um, sometimes shots of the miniatures uh, or shots from books, but they it's all Warhammer fantasy lore and history. They also, have oh, 40, nice. they also have 40K, which I'm getting and starting to get into uh, just on the lore side. But this, like, it talks about, like, Sigmar and who he is and uh, all about Karl Franz and the Empire of Britonia, And, like, they're these wonderful 20 minute little chunks of professionally presented. It almost feels like you're watching something on History Channel. Oh, nice. The, the way they present it and the the narration they have whoever they're paying to do that. Right, top notch. It sounds it actually sounds like the one sounds like the guy that narrates the in, the intro in Total War Warhammer 3. Oh wow. the, the old guy? Like that's that mm-hmm. I think who does a bunch of their narrations too. So it almost feels like an extension of the game itself. But like it really goes into the war of of the lore of Warhammer and so that Then got me on a kick. I've been reading the Warhammer fantasy books. I've been getting these omnibuses. Mm, mm -hmm. You want to talk about incredibly fun, fast, easy, but deep reads. Like really, really well-written reads. Right. Um, I'll send you the list. Like I think the first one I've been reading, they're called the Warhammer Chronicles. And the first one was like Legend of Sigmar. And it was like a three-book omnibus all about him, and, like, from start to the finish of his tale, and then I went on from that, and uh, I was reading, what was the next series? Oh, The Rise of Nagash. Like, Nagash is, like, the ultra-villain of Warhammer fantasy, and like, it starts out with him as a human, and then he basically, you know, through history becomes, like, the most deadly necromancer that almost, like, takes over the world multiple times, and, like, he's an interesting character. He's a total nutcase, but, like, Then I finished that trilogy and now I'm reading what's called The Sundering, which is the whole story about how the elves split between the Druki, you know, the the evil Dark Elves and the the Asir. I I think I forget the name of it, but like the higher elves or the, the good elves basically. But like it all focuses on Malekith, who becomes the leader of the Dark Elves, and like there's a full book about him. And um oh shit. No, there was one, I forgot, there was another one in between that, another trilogy I cranked out um, before I started the Dark Elf one, it was the Vampire Wars, all about, like, Manfred von Karstein and the uh, Vlad von Karstein and how they came to be, and it turns out, like, Vlad von Karstein was one of the necromancers and one of, you know, Ash's or not Ash, but people inspired by him, and, like, dude it's awesome like they're such fun reads i've been reading them you know before bed each night and i've probably read like 12 books in the past six months oh wow and they're just they're a blast and then it's like and then you go play warhammer you know total war warhammer 3 and you're, you're like holy shit there's nagashazar and holy shit there's skaven blight and like you start to understand. What these places are, and then it's like you go play the game, and you're like, "Oh shit, this is gonna be fun!" Like I'm gonna go take another the main fucking <laughs> game and city now. Like it's great. Like I, I highly recommend it if you're looking to get into some some fun light reading at night. You know, I'll will send you the first uh, omnibus name. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it, they're great. They're such fun reads. But yeah, so that's that's been my main kick. I have been playing Warhammer three like crazy. <laughs> it's such a great game, but. All right, shit! I just realized we've 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 gone on a nice good hour here.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we filled it up nicely.
1: <laughs> we did, we did. It's it's been it's been great to get back to it. I, I definitely want to get back into the bi-weekly cycle that we used to do before I started getting lazy. And, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> but yeah, no, we got a lot of good stuff coming out uh, as we've all talked about. There's a lot of cool things coming our way, so I'm sure we'll be talking all about that would love to start getting, like, a game night going with, you know, some of our buddies in the, the podcast community and your awesome community. I had a lot of fun playing with you and Derp the other, uh, I don't know, a couple months ago. Oh, yeah. We, uh, we were playing a bunch of stuff. That was a great time. And, uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to getting back to doing this, man. This is, I, I forgot how much yeah. I enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's been it's been too long, but it's good to get back. Hell, yeah, man. It's It's been great to talk to you
1: and, uh We'll definitely have to to do this again in two weeks for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> I just saw Los posted in our uh, our retro rents Discord. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, you got the bug, Los. You got the bug going, buddy. <laughs> but uh, all right, man. I will. Uh, uh, wait, I don't want to leave the guild. I just have to... <laughs> leave the guild now. Uh,
0: just Craig. tell Craig to go to sleep
1: bless this server, giving it your perks? Uh... I don't know. I'll have to see. But, anyway! Um, yes, it was great to talk to you, and, like I said, I'm really, really looking forward to, uh, getting back to this, and, um, we'll catch you again in, like, two weeks. Catch everybody again! Thank you, everybody, for waiting, or waiting bated breath. I know, actually, I've been getting a lot of shit from a lot of people that we haven't (laughs) seen something in a while. So, we're, we're getting back to it, and um, I'm looking forward to doing this again.
0: All yeah, right. Absolutely.
1: Nick, take care, and uh, we'll have to play some games. I'm going to have to bug your, your stream channel. It's always fun.
0: Bird. All
1: right. Take care, dude.
0: Later.